0: Was Enoch taken up in a UFO or did he just have one strange experience? We're going to talk about that today. Welcome, everyone, to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we explore faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. Today, we're going to be talking about some biblical stuff as we often do. Uh, But not in the way that you're used to, most likely. Uh, We're going to be looking at the Book of Enoch. And we're picking back up in Enoch. We've taken a bit of a break for a little bit. Because this book is so massive and so many things to go through. And I understand it so poorly. That's why I'm taking forever to go through it. Because it it honestly does not make a lot of sense in places. Um, And anyone that pretends to understand it, you know, good for them uh but that is not me. So, we're just going through it. We're in book 2, Book of the Parables, chapter 3, the third parable. Um I've got some really cool artwork in the background today. This is a new art style I'm working with. Um this is uh some sort of being meditating in front of a partially built pyramid or a stepped pyramid like you may have seen in uh Mesopotamia or um any even the Aztec type uh temples. Um, and that's really what I wanted to talk about today. I think Enoch is really a universal book. I see a lot of mythologies in Enoch and we don't really know when it was written. Um, obviously it's, you know, thousands of years old, but we don't really know w- when, um, it was actually penned. Um, and it's definitely p- pretty clear from going through it. I mean, we're even going to see where the hoarfrost frost is talked about which is an obvious, obvious um, Nordic uh, mythology. And uh, why that's in here, I can't tell you. Uh, We talk about the peals of thunder and lightning. Um, You see Egyptian mythology in here. You definitely see Sumerian mythology. Um, And so that really brings up the question because a lot of us try to just throw Enoch into the Bible, checking on the dogs today throw enoch into the bible and go yeah it fits and while it does fit i mean it definitely does and it definitely clears up a lot of things in the old testament uh it also like it literally takes eyes to see and ears to hear to go through all of these different pantheons and different ideas um of of god the godhead the gods the sons of god the fallen angels whatever uh you want to talk about gt money says isn't he jude uh isn't he in jude uh I believe so I know he's you know Enoch's talked about it in genesis um he was the great great grandfather of noah um so you know <laughs> there are some versions of stories where he's alive in the time of Noah, and there are some versions of stories where he is not alive in the time of Noah, so I can't tell you which one to believe, and I'm sorry guys, I have a horrible headache today, and uh, this is going to take a lot to get through, I've got a migraine, and um, just looking at the lights is is killing me right now, so with that said, I almost didn't do this this afternoon, but it's my commitment to show up here, you guys that say, oh, he's just charging for stuff now, then you can get lost, because I show up even when I have a headache for free here, so um this is a bad one too uh making my eyes squint so uh in verse 32 4 when the lightning's lightning the thunder utters its voice and the spirit enforces a pause during the peal and divides equally between them for the treasury of the peals is like the sand and each one of them as it peels is held in with a bridle and turned back by the power of the spirit and push forward according to many quarters of the earth. I'll let that soak in for just a minute. Lynn says, ouch, relating." Yeah, it's been, I don't know. I don't know if it's like the weather or like the calendar or the moon or what, but like I just feel like someone's stepping on the back of my head today. Um, And then it's making its way into my eyes. So talking about thunder is not fun. But first off, what? Like, did you guys hear what I just read? Um, because this sounds more like a Grateful Dead song than it does a Bible story. Um, people want to know why was this left out of the Bible? I mean, read it and you tell me. Uh, you really think any church leader wants to try to describe this or explain it or make any sense of it? No, nobody does. Um, I mean, just to put it out there, this is. there's not a lot of people teaching from Enoch. Uh, Like I am attempting to do. I'm not saying I'm doing a good job of it But at least it's getting out there at least I'm reading it and not just telling the popular parts People often tell the popular parts Enoch was taken up in some sort of craft or some sort of vision or by some sort of angel or whatever You want to call it? Uh, And he was shown mysteries of the heavens mysteries of the stars the ends of the earth and beyond uh, the pillars of creation People normally stop there. They, they go through the story of the Watchers, the Nephilim. Oh, the giants and all the stuff going on. And, you know, they, they love that part of the mythology. But when it gets into this part of the mythology, the treasury of the peals of the thunder and lightning being divided equally and the spirit pushing them forth with a bridle and turned back by the power of the spirit pushed forward according to the many quarters of the earth. Like, is this literally describing how sound waves work? I mean, what level was Enoch actually seeing on at this point, okay? Like, how, how much can you say, third eye opening, I'm seeing how the spirit is dividing the sound waves of the peals of thunder? Like, wow. Wow. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Lynn. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do that when we're done. I won't do it right now. And I'm going to yoga this afternoon. So, um, I've been doing some, uh, really good yoga lately. Um, just started it my own program, by the way, nobody's program. Um, and I'm actually going to be teaching it here as well, uh, separately from this, but Uh, Looking forward to doing that. It has helped. It's helped with my headaches and my back and all kinds of stuff. So I'm excited to share that side of it. Today we're just talking about the weird and wonderful that is the book of Enoch. Verse 33, it says, The spirit of the sea is masculine and strong, and according to the might of his strength, he draws it back with a rain. In like manner, it is driven forward and disperses amid all the mountains of the earth. So, I mean, to me, this is describing... How like the oceans evaporate and create weather patterns. I mean, like you can see the patterns in this. By the way, I'm all about looking for patterns. Like, what is this talking about? Beyond just being a, a long, strange trip through Enoch here, what what is it really talking about? So, um, I can see how it's you know the waters being drawn up, going uh, forth towards the mountains of the earth. Like I see that we know that scientifically, uh, and the spirit of the hoarfrost in his own. Uh, is his own angel and the spirit of the hail is a good angel um cannot even begin to describe what i think that means i don't know uh you know what is the hoarfrost? frost well i mean it's the frost it's that first frost um you get into the uh the different mythologies within nordic mythologies we're going to get into that in january by the way Uh, have I released my ebook yet? No, I have not. Um, I'm still working on it. I've got about 15 pages, but I'm hoping it's going to be closer to 50 to 70 pages. So, um, it's, it's going to be a really, really good meditation guide. Um, hoping I can finish a bunch of that this weekend. I'm going to spend like all day tomorrow working on it and I should make a lot of headway on it tomorrow. So, um, So let's see. uh, Minister 900 is asking if the U.S. should keep continuing to hide uh, OPS. Um, Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I want you guys to get off this trip of conspiracies. Okay, I'm telling you from experience. You're not helping yourself. You're going to find yourself being paranoid You're going to find yourself being angry and fearful. Uh, Like that's not what we're called to do, guys. We're called to love. Um, And by the way, that love, sometimes you just have to look at the powers of this planet and go, it is. And realize that instead of waiting on some savior in the clouds to come and save us, it's up to us. That doesn't mean that we have to go around and be truth warriors to try to change people's perception of what the common narrative is. That means that we should approach this in love and light, show people what it looks like to be enlightened, to be full of love, to be full of acceptance, to actually affect the collective vibration. Because you can't do it with one voice, but you can do it with your energy. Because your energy affects the person next to you and the next to them and next to them. And if you raise your consciousness and your vibration to the highest level or the highest that you can attain today, then you're going to affect people around you. And that it, it just is. That just is. And, and Amber, you know, Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Of course he is, but not the person of Jesus. The Christ is. The Christ is is within all of us. He's been there and no one put him there except for God. The Christ is the product of the divine feminine and the divine masculine coming together in unity and bearing forth the logos, which is the divine expression of God that is within you and me. In the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, Jesus says that if you bring forth that which is within you, then it will save you. But if you do not bring it forth, that which is within you will condemn you. And some versions of that say destroy you. So the Holy Spirit, the Holy Mother, the Holy Divine Mother is absolutely beautiful. But we've been told all the wrong things about the Holy Spirit. And there's lots of spirits, okay? There's lots of spirits. The pantheon of gods in the Old Testament. Just like we're going through Enoch today. Old Testament. You've got this there's this spirit of yahweh that goes forth this almost telepathic way of communicating and controlling people and striking fear into his people yes test the spirits absolutely and here how do you test the spirits you want to know show me the fruit what root system is that tree connected to because every spirit is in those trees okay it's all intertwined the parable of the wheat and the tares let them all grow up together i'm doing it right now good for you amber absolutely tj Chillin says everything which fruit does it bear that's the thing look at the fruit of the yahweh in the old testament okay um we've been told in our modern times that this is the same God all through the, the old and the new Testament. And if you look at the characteristic, look at the fruit. It is not the fruit of love, light, forgiveness, unity, restoration, healing. It's the fruit of destruction, control, anger, reparations, sacrifice, all the stuff. Yeah. Google the fruits of the spirit. I don't have to Google it guys. Here's the deal. I just dropped a video today. We don't practice spirituality. You go to Google. I go to God. And I'm not talking about the Christian God or the Jewish God. I'm not talking about the Muslim God or the Hindu God. I'm talking about the source. Okay. I can approach that God as a son of that God because of Christ within me. Not the Christian Christ. Not the the Church of Christ Christ or the Methodist Christ or the Evangelical Christ or all of these persons of Christ. We don't even know that there was a literal Jesus, by the way, Amber. We don't know. I don't have proof, but I have proof within me that there is a Christ energy. There is a deep good within me. And that's the universal message we're sharing here, the universal Christ, okay? Okay. Uh there's there's two different Yeshuas. There's one that was around the time that that we uh we normally study for Jesus. There was another one that was lord or said to come from Egypt uh to be the son of Cleopatra. Uh we don't know <laughs> The data is not there, and there's a lot of people that want to prove that Jesus was a real person, really went to the cross right then, all of the stuff. Uh, Was he martyred? Absolutely. But here's the deal. Deeper than all of that is the true esoteric story of the Christ within you, bearing forth truth and enlightenment and eventually becoming crucified for that. Because I know I have been within my own family and friend groups, by the way. I get, I'm get i probably in the comments right now. So people completely disagree with me. Uh, I think it is twofold. Uh, once enough of us reach Christ consciousness collectively, then an outward manifestation happens. That's very possible, Missy. I like that interpretation a lot. So, um, Amber says, don't be deceived, people. Jesus is the Messiah and he's coming soon. Amber, the only thing I ask you is where do you get that from? because the words of christ don't tell you that the words of paul will tell you that the old prophecies will tell you that but he said over and over who do you say i am they even asked him are you the messiah he said who do you say i am so who is he to you he can be whatever he needs to be to you and i'm not here to Uh, you know, refute that there was a historical Jesus who was crucified. Like, I'm not saying that that's not possible. I'm just saying transcendent of that idea because we get hung up on all of those things. We get hung up on the mythology rather than the message of the mythology. Uh, Lily says, so who is God? So now it depends on which mythology you ask. But the one commonality from all the studying I've done between Hindu mythology and uh Sumerian mythology egyptian mythology and then you get into hebrew mythology the the commonality is that there is a godhead like a supreme being a god of gods that was represented by el eleon uh melchizedek was a priest of el Elyon. melchizedek was uh he practiced magic uh he was a very uh very wise dude. He was a Magi, like the Magi that came to bring Christ gifts. We're about to talk about all this, by the way. Sons of God Ministries and myself, uh, Joshua, are going to be doing, uh, I'm not supposed to announce this yet, but it looks like we're going to be doing like a mini-series together. Uh, you guys really seem to enjoy the collaboration I did with him the other night. So looks like we're going to do a good chunk of the Wednesdays in December together. And really go through the whole Magi magic leading up to the magic of Christmas. And looking at all of that stuff. So it's going to be really, really cool. So, um, Amber Dixon says, read the Holy Bible and the Lost Books. Absolutely. Yeah, Amber, that's what we do on here. We're going through Enoch now. We just finished the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Beautiful, beautiful gospel. Um, And highly recommend that show. Um, It is on Netflix. It's got Joaquin Phoenix playing Christ. And his now wife playing Mary Magdalene. It's absolutely amazing. Um uh, oh wow, that's awesome. Uh Ryzen says he witnessed Anubis emerging from a spiritual portal above Gilbert, Gilbert, Arizona. Arizona's got some energy portals. Uh Missy said, where were you? Uh Missy said what show on Netflix? It's called um uh it's called Mary Magdalene. Um, and it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, just Mary Magdalene TJ, um, on Netflix. Uh, and you'll see Joaquin Phoenix as Jesus. Like, uh, I'm not a big Joaquin Phoenix fan, but now I am like he, he turned me on with that. I watched it about three weeks ago and it's wild. So, uh, all religions, gods are God um i think all of their like highest god are god they're all representations of that highest god a lot of the lower gods in those pantheons are sons of god okay so like um just like if you've read dr michael heiser's book uh, reversing herman uh he talks about the sons of god the watchers the angels that came in and messed with humanity we have that story of Messing with a divine creation everywhere from Yahweh in the Garden of Eden, making out of the divine creation. He made Adam and Eve. It doesn't say he created. It says he made. Everything was created in the beginning in Genesis chapter 1. Then in Genesis chapter 2, we have a representation of Yahweh Elohim, this, this one God making the adam and eve creation and then he proceeds to kick them out of the garden he said that they would die yet you see from the very beginning that he lied about that i think i mean you can say oh well they live forever until that and then he you know somehow then they weren't living forever and that's not represented in the text so i can't just read into it that much i can read What's in the text and infer from that reading of the text that it's clearly a different God than the Elohim, the plural Elohim, which I believe was the divine feminine and the divine masculine uh, Godhead that bore the word of God. It says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God. All things were created through the word. Nothing was created that was not created through the word, the word being Christ, the word not being the Bible or the text or even words that we can speak. It was that divine word of God which is again, not a saying or an utterance, but rather the logos, which is the divine expression or the computation, the math of God, almost, if you will. Um, and so that's really interesting. So, uh, let's see in Enoch, I believe he speaks, uh, of different gates. He asks the angel who is yelling and the angel says "Abel." yes, yes. We, we read through that a while back. Uh, He said it was a spirit of Abel wanting vengeance. Um, So really interesting part on that. As we get into verse 35, it says, And the spirit of the snow has forsaken his chambers on account of his strength. There is a special spirit therein, and that which ascends from it is like smoke, and its name is Frost. Okay, so right away, now we have what one might consider more of the Germanic elemental spirits okay you guys hear about stuff like this and i've got a book over here um it's a celtic book of magic my wife is celtic so uh celtic you know you get a lot of the the sprites and the elves and the elemental spirits and stuff like that like we're literally seeing that in enoch here and guys i think that we we end up with a deeper understanding when we quit trying to separate all this stuff is separate like the norse mythology is is completely different than hindu mythology is completely different than Sumerian mythology like that yes there are key differences i'm not refuting that but there's also a common thread of like there is like a one like an all-father or like a divine father that that is that is loving and kind and like holds all things within itself uh, there's always a divine feminine connected to that and then there's always like a son or maybe a demigod you've got your thor you've got your hercules you've got your christ you've got your different things like that that are like an incarnate version of the product of the mother and the father and that's really what we see in christian mythology and unfortunately we want to argue all the time about no jesus was the son of god and he's the only way and i'm like look at the esoteric quality of it because if jesus is the way how is it that people who never heard of him before could have heard of him well because every pantheon has the christ in it okay every pantheon has the true god every pantheon has the true mother and if we quit adopting that and we try to just believe that like i've got to go out and tell people about my church's version of jesus then we've missed the entire point and i say that in love by the way uh, i am gary and says yep yeah, thank you very much my friend um let's see other questions creation equals original uh made equals copied absolutely uh because we are uh the image of god yes yes so uh carlos that's a great way to look at it um and so like we were made in the image of elohim in genesis 1 okay and and by the way genesis 1 is the only chapter that says and it was good after every creation genesis 2 just is the account of it's almost like an Uh, an assembly manual that Yahweh Elohim put everything together out of what was already created and already good. What you might call the holographic matrix we live in right now, the physical manifestation of a spiritual truth. Mind blowing guys telling you, you want to talk about this stuff? You want to talk about paranormal? We're going to throw down every day on this. That's why I do faith, spirituality and paranormal. Um, and it's very, very important that we we actually incorporate all of these things to understand all of this because otherwise we just end up with doctrine. Otherwise, we end up with dogma. Otherwise, we end up with just spirituality that you bounce off the walls everywhere and you have no context for a mythos behind it. That's why our group is called Mythos, by the way. If you haven't heard of our our group, we've got a private group called Mythos. Um, And it's all about like, what is our agreement of self? A mythos is literally a set of agreements about a thing. Doesn't mean we all have to agree. It just means we are agreeing on a thing together. Um, And it's nine bucks a month. It's basically like a Patreon. You get a bunch of insider content, an unlisted video library, community chat. I'm dropping a special message for the community today in there based on a really deep question one of the members asked. So we're just like doing the work in there, doing the spiritual work together. And then I've got other programs that are coming out that are even beyond that, that are, uh, we're even going to be offering a one-on-one coaching type thing. Um, I've got my new book coming out. Uh, it's a meditation book. It's also going to be accompanied with an album. And then also we have spiritual merch. We've got, we're one of the few content creators around spirituality doing some really rad merch like you guys do yoga hiking biking these are jerseys they're perfect for working out in and like doing the yoga flow um this one is called uh this what is this one called this one is um the uh the game of consciousness that's what it's called i couldn't remember the game of consciousness i love this one but it's what i'm talking about now like being in it every day guys i don't have to be right to know that i'm on the right path Let me say that again. I don't have to be right to know I'm on the right path. I'm on the right path because I'm actually asking the questions. Okay, and anytime we just like, no, this is it. Like, this is what I believe. That's a problem. Why is it a problem? Because our consciousness isn't open to an infinite God that might want to take us deeper. You think that if if Enoch had said, no, this is it, or this is all I believe, or this is how I was raised, you think he would have had this vision? You think he would have seen the spirit of the snow? Yeah, he said the spirit of the snow. Like, how much more mind-bending can you get, guys? And I don't know if he physically went there, if he metaphysically went there, if he, you know, what, what this thing was about. Um, the very beginning of the book makes it sound very much like he was taken up in a craft one of the common occurrences though when people are taken up in these craft or there's any type of alien abduction is that there is a uh kind of an ethereal uh ephemeral what do you call it an ephemeral uh ethereal quality to it where it almost feels like a dream or like some sort of uh trance induced state you know like where people are kind of in and out of it and it's almost like they get downloads more than just uh, seen something physically, like they get flashes of what they saw, but then they have a consciousness download beyond that. Like, uh, very close to like NDEs. So, um, uh, oh, wow. That's crazy. Uh, Derek. Well, I'm glad you came back, my friend. I'm glad. Uh, what is that behind you? I just joined. So yeah, this is like a Sumerian, um, you know, pyramid being built just my representation of it with kind of like a, almost like a Hindu figure praying here and then like an upside down vessel or cup and then the infinity symbol uh, manifesting in light above it. I just make a bunch of this cool AI artwork and I drop it on t-shirts. I've got a new book coming out uh, that I'm gonna be sharing with my community very soon Um, and it'll be out by Christmas. It is literally meditations from the mind of God, okay? So it's like God talking to the reader. And these are very like nice little short poetic one page with beautiful artwork behind them. The whole thing tells a massive story of the nature of God. I pull my view of God from a number of things from the Gnostic texts, from Hindu texts, from biblical texts, from Buddhist texts. But 100% as I pull it from experience, from how God is with me, how I've come to know him. And literally as I write this, just the downloads he's given, this has all come out of meditations. Uh, So like literally the other morning I sat on my porch, did a meditation for 10 minutes and just meditated on the grass and how it was moving and the patterns in it. And I sat there in my notes app and wrote down like 10 different downloads from that and then threw them on the page and matched the artwork to it. And just the book is beautiful, guys. It's a coffee table book. You're going to love it. Uh, the thing in the middle just kind of an energy arc here, you know, golden energy, so uh it could represent chakra or infinity or a portal or whatever you want it to so uh this happened to me, oh, that's awesome, that is awesome um, yeah, it's light in comic animations absolutely yeah i do I do kind of a comic art style, so I wanted it to look like a mix between a video game and like a uh an eastern illustration type thing so but with a lot of energy present in everything so that's all my artwork follows that type of design and methodology so everything has a deeper meaning within it as well so uh do you offer artwork creation as a service that's a really good question i have not offered that yet um i do it all through mid-journey ai so it's all ai created now i do program it and to get this image i burn through hundreds of images just trying to like tell it to get what i wanted out of it so i mean it does take a while that is something i might consider especially within like the one-on-one sessions where like maybe i could bring artwork to the table and and do like art therapy with that that might be a really cool idea i like that uh, I have named my one-on-one um, sessions. They're going to be called Phos, which is Greek for light, and actually Greek specifically for bringing forth light. And so, a lot of these people do shadow work, and they want to like go through all your traumas and stuff. And so, I would rather work with you and bring forth the light because I think the light extinguishes the darkness and sheds light on what is dark within, and then you can work through it on your own pace rather than me trying to like draw it out of you and wrestle with it with you. Um, and, and I have a t- huge respect for guys that do that. I've got a good friend that does that actually right here on TikTok. Uh He's an energy worker and he does the shadow work, total respect. But again, for me, I, I'm more on the creative side. Like how can I help you take what's in your life and turn it creatively, turn it into light, turn it into a creative manifestation of self, uh, of the expression of God in your life. And so I love that idea, by the way, thank you for that. Um, uh, if you have other ideas like that, let me know. I'm even interested in taking like beta people in the program beta as in like, you know, a test group into this program. Uh just kind of, you know test the methods and and begin working with that so thank you for the idea i love that i don't see that uh in the light worker community as much as the shadow work nice absolutely missy um and that's really where God's laid it on my heart first off here's the deal guys like i came out deep out of the christian community i still consider myself a christian to an extent so that's um i think a lot of people will just say oh he's new age or he's gone over the dark side or whatever But here's the deal like this is a message god has given me okay when i followed the doctrine and dogma and even when i was teaching from that like trying to save my friends and stuff i wanted to kill myself and i'm not saying that to like be shock and awe i'm saying that because i need to be real with you guys like i hated myself i didn't feel like i could do anything right i felt like all that was in me was sin and darkness you know paul writes about like that i do that thing which i hate And it makes me question, did he even really know the Christ? Because I'm not saying I'm perfect now, but I got to tell you, sin is not as appetizing as it used to be, like by a lot, like even where I'm allergic in some ways to certain certain aspects of those thought patterns, those actions, just even how I act around friends and stuff. Like I don't even have like small conversations. I don't even care if people like me. I just want to be real with them like i play with my buddy i play with frisbee with him all the time and i know he's seen a major change in who i was just a few years ago to who i am now because like we're talking and like dude we're playing frisbee and we're talking about like we're talking about deep god stuff like even like how like (laughs) what we see is real is only real because we want to see it that way but it is real like deep metaphysical stuff and by the way we're completely sober neither of us practice or partake in any type of substance mind altering anything i don't even drink like um i don't smoke nothing so um and and back when i was you know really struggling and trying to find the right doctrine and all of this stuff so this is like this is from a heart guys this is i give you guys downloads that i have i really pour out into this i'm not just some you know dude on here that's trying to get attention like i didn't (laughs) i've been on stage my whole life i've done theater um i've worked backstage in theater i was a lighting designer i was an artist for a long time um I'm, i'm very creative and and of course i like to bring that creativity into the world but i said to myself a long time ago i didn't want to be successful unless it was meaningful And I don't mean meaningful like I need to feel good about the work I'm doing. I mean, I wanted something that changed the freaking world. Something that like literally turned a light on in people. I remember a girl I dated a long time ago. Uh, In fact, we were engaged. And I very much respect her. And I hope she respects me too. I mean, we, we broke it off because of, you know, Uh, It was the wrong time in both of our lives. I had a lot of baggage. She had a lot of baggage. Um, But one of the things I remember that she talked about all the time is the light being on within. Like, is your light on? And she told a story, and I'm not going to reveal names or anything, uh, but she just told a story about being at a prayer group with her dad, and um, it was almost like a vision, and she uh caught his gaze and they both had their heads up their light was on like they were awake everybody else had their heads down and it's like they were looking up they were looking and i just remember that i'm probably telling the story wrong uh which is okay because it's it only matters what it meant to me right like it meant something to her at the time this has been i've been with my wife for over 10 years now so it's been a long time ago uh, but I still remember that story, like, and what it did to me about, like, there's more out there. Like, it's not just that I hold a Bible and I believe in something. It's like, there's this whole world of light out there. Phos, the Greek word Phos. That's why I'm calling like the, the highest tier of my work Phos. Like what, like igniting the light. And, and, and this has been given a really bad connotation. There's some really, what I want to just, think about his demonic doctrine going around right now about even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. And so like false teachers are going to come and they're going to talk about light and unicorns and rainbows and butterflies and all this stuff. And I just, I, I can't stand that guys because all like, look at the fruit, look at the fruit of those guys and gals that share that. They're angry. They're not loving on anybody. And I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out here. I'm just saying, is your head up? Is your light on? Are you loving people? Are you manifesting the fruit? Another the same girl I was with. I'm telling you like you don't meet anybody for an accident. Everybody you guys that have exes and stuff and you're like like think about what you learned from that. We all have exes, right? But like think about what you learned. You, some of us have exes that are incredible people. And they may think of us as incredible people, too. We're just incompatible at the time, and that's okay. And so a lot of these people that do the shadow work, that's my fear because it's like sometimes we think of a painful time in our life that we may have learned the most in, the absolute most. Derek says, I was a terrible person. Hey, we've all been terrible people, right? We've all been terrible people. Like, I mean, the me 10 years ago, I wouldn't even like him. I, I wouldn't even recognize him. Thank God my wife stayed with me through it all, right? But I'm just saying, like, there, there's these times in our lives, and everybody has a different whatever, and that's, that's cool. But I'm just saying, I can look back on someone that I was with, engaged to even and it didn't work out and rather than any kind of bitter feelings or even pain around it i can just look at it as like thank god that i got to experience that person that i got to experience that person's family and ideas and learn and grow within myself through all of that it's amazing it's amazing and i think a lot of times we just turn our experiences like that into oh it's a hurtful time in my life because yeah it hurt it sucks when you break up it sucks when you you know, go through all that stuff and there's emotions and all the things. Like I get it. But there's also a lot of really good stuff that comes out of it. I don't know. So that's why I just like what's the light in your life, guys? And and I know we've, you know, we're, we're looking at Enoch. But here's the deal, we've got members of this community that see literal orbs in the sky. One of our friends in this community, I won't call out names, but Just sent me pictures this afternoon within the group within our mythos group of all the orbs and the cool stuff that they see in the sky outside their house. What's up, Annie? How are you, my friend? And here's the deal, guys. It's light. okay? it's light. Notice the light. There's truth is in light. And people that tell you it's not, they're confused because they're in darkness the darkness doesn't, it says that the darkness couldn't even comprehend the light in the Bible. I read that with Joshua the other night. It couldn't comprehend it. It couldn't even compute it, okay? It's like when you put a a, a program in your computer and it won't even work. Like it couldn't even compute it. It doesn't even pull up the operating system of the light. And so, of course, it's going to call the light darkness. Like it's going to just try to confuse it. That's the only thing it can do. Hi, can I help you, Marvel? I hope you guys see this what I deal with every day. This goofy, goofy mwah, dog that wants to be a podcast star too. I need to start my own I know. My own uh, podcast with her. This is Marvel. She's a year old, so and then Zelda just turned 10. You guys probably saw uh on my uh on my uh Facebook page that she just turned 10, so. Um let's see. Oh yeah, nice microphone. What filter is that? Uh this is a Rode NT USB, I believe. Let me look. Yeah, NTUSB. Um and I love it. It plugs right into the iPad actually. So I just have a little dongle. It goes from USB to USB C into my iPad Pro, which is what I do this on, and then I just use my desktop for research. So makes it a lot easier. But um and he says we love her too thank you essence uh essence and principles of the holy letters yes absolutely and think about the essenes essence essenes mary magdalene the essene like we and so again this this series that i'm going to do with joshua i hope it happens sounds like it's going to we're just getting the schedule worked out on it um is going to be all about magic leading up to the magic of Christmas. And we're really going to look at the Magi's, guys. I think there's something there with the Magi. So the Magi were three Magi, right? They came from the East. What's in the East? It's like the Indian mystic traditions, okay? And so they're coming from the East, and they're bringing gold, frankincense, and myrrh to the Christ child. Okay, so what does that represent? We don't have any physical representation that they were even real, but like, what is the... What is the esoteric? If you believe they're real, that's fine. I have no problem with that. They probably were, but I'm just saying the esoteric representation. They see a star in the sky. What's that star? People have tried for hundreds, even thousands of years to what astrological event happened in the sky, and there's people that argue back and forth. I'm sorry, I don't need a star in the sky. I look at members of our community that have plenty of stars in their sky, and they're not stars. They're angelic beings. They're UFOs. They're extraterrestrials. They're orbs. And I'm telling you, an orb could have guided someone for a year on their journey, or two years or three years, depending on which version you read, and parked right over the town where Christ was. Because when they got there, he was like three years old. (laughs) He ain't still in the manger there, you know. But they're still bringing him gifts. So what are those attributes of, like, what tradition are the three magi? That's one thing I want to learn. What magics did they practice? Like, was one of them a diviner, one of them a healer, one of them, like, because I think those three characteristics play into the character of the Christ, the, the union of the divine father and the divine mother, masculine, feminine, Bearing the Logos, the Logos of Christ within you and me. So what are the gifts we need for ourselves to foreshadow and prepare the Christ within us for its ascension? See where I'm going with this? Like, I think there's a deeper level of this. And I can't wait to unpack it with Joshua. Our energies definitely work together. He's got a very pragmatic, research-oriented mind around this. And I've got a very mystic, like again, I'm a mystic and a light worker. I'm not here to like show you guys a ton of text and go through articles and stuff, but I'm here to like share my deeper esoteric knowledge of this stuff. And he does that to an extent as well, but he's also an expert researcher. He's very scientific about what he does, and I love that. Uh, he's he's an engineer, so like a, he's he's got he's got that, you know. Um, and I'm a crea- creative, so I've got the woo. You want the woo-woo, I'm the woo-woo. So, uh, What do I think about C-E-R to the end? Um, I think it's wild. If you look at it, um, there's a bunch of old temples that are, I believe they're Hindu temples, that have that exact same design on the ceiling. I'm not talking similar. I mean like two, three, four thousand year old temples that have the exact design that is present if you look down the barrel of that thing. Like, you can count the nodes on the ceiling of these temples and then look at the design of that thing, and it's all there. It's wild. I saw that on, I think it was Ancient Aliens that I saw that on. And it's like, where did they get the archetype for this? Where did they get the design for this? Here's the deal. Well, they thought it up. They used math and science. Of course they did. Where'd they get that from? They downloaded it from the intelligence. There's nothing new under the sun. You think you have an original idea. You're just channeling. We're all just channeling, and the only way to know we're channeling the right thing is to look at the fruit because only good fruit comes from good trees, and bad fruit comes from bad trees, the good, the evil it, it's it's a, it's more simple than we want to make it. What is the fruit and that's what I look at. Marvel checking on her, speaking of fruit cakes. she is a goofball. so check out the artwork think about this like where's the light guys you know all this et's extraterrestrials aliens ancient aliens ufos all the stuff angels and demons i love it it's cool but what's it all saying okay i don't think anybody can refute at this point that there's obviously orbs of light there's weird things that go on i just am watching uh uh unsolved mysteries on netflix Really good, by the way. I watched the one specifically called Paranormal Rangers, and it's about the Navajo Rangers on the Navajo uh, Reserve and all the weird stuff, the skinwalkers and the orbs. Every time there's these skinwalker reports, there's like hundreds of people that report them, and so they even had these two guys they sanctioned as like the paranormal police on that reservation. They're interviewing these guys. And so they go out and they all take, you know, they take the data and it's, it's all, it's like 30, 40, 50 people sometimes seeing these things all in different areas, same descriptions. One of the weird things, they even caught it on camera. One of the, the security cameras is like this thing melted out of the ground by the pool. And you know, it could be a camera glitch. This is back, you know, before like digital video. Um, but man, it looks like it comes out of the ground, but that's also what the eyewitnesses say about the skinwalkers. Max Jones still says still no proof. Well, that's true. There's no proof till you see it. Faith is the evidence of things unseen, right? And by the way, if you believe it, it makes it real. How do I prove that? Because I can tell you that people with different belief codes live in different worlds. They actually experience different realities. Not, Oh, they just see the world different. They literally experience different things. Like, People that don't believe in UFOs don't see them. You might say, oh, what about all the testimonies of people who said, well, I didn't even believe in them, but I saw them. Well, somehow they believed in them. Somehow. Like people that don't want to see them, they don't see them. Sometimes people like me, I want to see them. Where are they? Well, I live in West Texas. They don't care about our area. There's nothing here they want. You got to drill down way too far to get the water under the ground here, so... Derek says, we are the proof. Very good. Absolutely. Max Jones, I agree. We're way older. We're may- way more ancient than they tell us. Uh, the bi- the Biggest says UFOs are fallen angels. That's definitely not true because there's good angels and there's, there's fallen angels. So they're all just like humans. You can't tell from looking at them on the outside, but you can tell by the fruit. Can't say it enough, guys. You think you can tell just by classifying something, just by judging something? Can't even judge yourself. Can't even tell, you you can't even control who you were ten years ago, or five years ago, or three years ago. How can you judge whether an orb in the sky is a fallen angel or not? The shield of the sun said it was. I have no idea who the shield of the sun is, and so they have no authority here. Uh, Amen uh Bina angel says the fruit yes absolutely that's how you guys know like you want to know you guys that have orbs parked outside your house you see them on vacation whatever it is what's the fruit okay every time an angel comes in the bible they say do not be afraid well a pretty you know blonde hair blue eye white robe wings if that came to me now i'd go sweet an angel no, like everyone was terrified. Whatever these things are, they were scary, okay? So just because it might make you a little creeped out or afraid or what is that doesn't mean it's bad. That's why I can talk about paranormal on here. I don't understand it, but I can tell you the fruit of some of these things. Go look up Dr. Stephen Greer in the CE5 sessions. They have a nothing but restoration, healing, love, unity, raising consciousness, they've been able to communicate with these things now there are some of these sometimes you experience these really dark things like the skinwalkers around them and stuff they say well they appear at the same place how do you know those orbs aren't angels trying to keep those things held back i mean that's my question oh there's my wife home she tried to call while i was on the podcast but this is why I need my own studio, guys. You guys that are supporting me, you're helping that become a reality, so. Uh, Berg says, I was abducted by aliens and don't remember a thing. That's very common um, amongst a lot of people. That's why there's a lot of hypnotists that that specialize in trying to recover those memories if you want them recovered. Um, how about, uh, let's see. Yeah, Troy angels are all masculine in the Bible for some weird reason. Zelda decided to break back in. So, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, yeah. Dr. Stephen Greer, he has an app. It's a CE five app, close encounters of the fifth kind CE five, really, really cool stuff. Um, they go out and they do meditations and stuff and you know, he said that out of the thou- they have tens of thousands of people in their CE5 program, it's CE5 protocol. Um, and he's a legit, like, he's a man of science and doing this stuff. And I really, really like what he's doing. Um, but, and, and I haven't been able to go out and do it or anything, but he said that not one negative experience out of tens of thousands of people that have done this, like, it's all positive stuff. Again, what's the fruit like? You look at like Christ came into a time when the God of the Old Testament had created nothing but laws to follow, nothing but oppression, nothing but servitude, nothing but unaliving of animals over and over and over. I'm sorry, guys, I love animals, and I don't think they need to be unalive to save me. And, and then you've got a man named Christ coming. Well, he's not named Christ, but you've got the Christ coming into that time to rescue the lost children of Israel, Isis, Ra, and El, Isis is the divine mother Ra the Sun. God is the Son, Christ and L El, El on the father the godfather if you want to call him that uh, And so it's like a representation of that. So what did Yahweh do? He took Israel as his portion He held captive the power of the Trinity under him and Christ came to bring light against that message shed light on the darkness Yahweh said I dwell in dark places I bring forth from the darkness many blessings you guys see what I'm talking about um, yeah Lisa Marie I believe the Bible has been manhandled literally yes it has yes it has And y'all ladies that are in my community, like I talk about the Divine Feminine a lot here because it's important to me because I'm a creative person. I've got a soft side more than most people know. I'm very emotionally driven. I'm very creative, artwork, music. I'm always like, you know, what moves me today, not what's the pragmatic thing to do today. Sophia, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Angel Appleseed says found Dr. Stephen Greer. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Love to have him on the show one of these days, by the way, as we grow this, the more you guys share this, the bigger this gets, the cooler guests we are able to have on and do some cool stuff here. So, um, okay. Can I ask you, do you currently think the Bible is still going on till today? Uh, like, do I think it's still happening like prophetically and whatnot? Um, yeah, I mean, in a, in a sense, I also think that like revelation is completely esoteric. It, it's happening within, I think that there was a big battle in the sky back then that has been reported in a lot of different texts. So we don't know, like, was that battle with Christ and the gods actually happening then? Cause you got to remember like revelation is, it's, it's a judgment of the gods and the angels, not like humanity. Okay. Like God loves us. All of us, by the way, like all faiths and religions and everything like this is not that's like one of the most poisonous things we can have in our head is to think that I know some way that the next person doesn't like enlightenment really is light coming from within and you're you're bearing the Christ in the world. You're a vessel of the Christ in the world. So um the biggest uh says this could be Satan's little season. Well, it could be, but I, I propose that it has been Satan's little season forever because if you look at my Yaldabaoth video series, watch the video I just did with Joshua from Sons of God Ministries on magic, then you know the proposition there is that the God of the Old Testament is Satan because li- Jesus literally told them, he said, you worship your father who is Satan. He like it, it couldn't have been more clear. And by the way, that's one of like 300 plus verses that prove that theory, by the way it's just a theory if it if you feel you know offended by it then ask yourself why look into the theory read all 300 verses and then ask yourself am i still offended or is there something there uh but god cannot love us all if he chose his favorite people uh okay so yahweh chose his favorite people that's the difference yahweh chose his favorite people he took captive under him under the law is ra isis ra el which is representative of the divine trinity the masculine the feminine and the expression of god that was that was the representation of him taking israel under his own captivity he spreads everybody across the earth he didn't like what they were doing at tower of Babel, you know going back to the mystic arts that unity with all of creation finding god in all and self and so he scattered them and then he took Isis, Ra, El, Israel, the divine expression in all, took it captive, trapped it under a law, called sin around it, created the matrix. Here we are. And that's a very Gnostic idea, but that's that's how I approach it. And by the way, it's just what makes sense because it's how I experience it. I've never experienced this level of like serendipity and synchronicity and like, you know, it doesn't mean life's perfect, by the way. I still have a raging headache today. But I'm telling you guys like there's something to it when we get into this stuff and you try to you try to make it all historical and focus on the timeline and this was proof of this prophecy like just look at it esoterically and then it beca- like poof, a whole world opens up And it doesn't mean that you're just putting interpretation where none is due it means oh that makes sense I don't have to take that literally but I see that that happened from the day I was born until I started to grow up a little. I see how I lived in the garden and I was then kicked out once I got knowledge, knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. Lisa Marie, that's what I'm, I'm working on it. Trying. Certainly makes sense to me. Lynn says, so yeah. Um, Missy K says headache is an upgrade. Get your water and rest. Yes. Thank you. I, I agree with that. I think you're right on that. Um, it's yeah, I've been getting them a lot lately, which is really annoying, but I do notice when I do like meditate. I'm going to go to yoga tonight and try to get some extra rest, try to get out of the hot lights here. It it sucks, guys. It sucks. Like this spiritual work is hard. This is not easy. This is not something that You can just approach and go, well, everything's going to be good. Like, I've had to give everything up for this. Like, all of my old belief systems, because they were all holding me captive under the old law, right? Like, even Acts, Romans, all of that is still, in effect, a version of that same system. Now, Joshua's on a, you know, if I do collaborate with him, he understands that in a different light than I do, and that's great. We don't have to agree about everything to collaborate, love each other, bring value to our communities, and uh, I don't know, it's really good. Sorry, you guys don't normally see me without my glasses, but I think I need to get new glasses too, so um, I feel like I remember the day when I was kicked out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a time when you're a kid and you, you get a magic wand. We're talking about magic. You pick it up out of the backyard and you know that there's something happening when you're when you're waving it. And then at some point, that magic isn't there. And I think we see that even in movies like the Santa Claus. You know, here's the deal. Like, you guys always want to demonize Hollywood, but they're telling you the truth. I'm just saying, they're telling you the truth. You may not like it, but it's all there. There's this whole thing now that like Hollywood's got all these messages and it's all the Aluma, Woody or whatever. I don't even care, guys. Just look at the messages. Take the message. What does it mean to you? How does it apply to your life? What is God showing you through everything? Because if you're really tapped into God, you're going to see truth and all. Ideas come from somewhere. Absolutely. Bina Angel, thank you for being here. Thank you, Missy love you guys thank you lisa marie thank you uh sapphire for being here thank you lul um thank you who else did we have um annie thank you for being here uh troy thank you for being here my friend we had a lot of people here today thank you guys i love y'all i hope you have an awesome day um check out all the restreams everything's over at cubcooker.com you can join the mythos community over there if you guys want to hear like just deeper down the rabbit hole with me uh lots of the behind the scenes stuff different musings uh I'll get more downloads on stuff like this and just share it with the community so uh like I said it's just a, it's a cool little support community there with a lot of extra value um and then we are going to have uh other I'm kind of building this in tiers like the mythos is the first tier if you want to support what I'm doing and really deeper with me that's a perfect place to start beyond that I'm gonna have some other coursework that's uh, standalone. I'm gonna have the one-on-one program uh, we're doing this we're just stepping into it guys I'm trying to own my truth with this own what God's called me to do and just really continue to stir um, with what he's given me so thank you guys for the support God bless you the t-shirts if you want a shirt for Christmas Let me tell you this, these take a couple of weeks, they print them on demand, so once you order, then it's like a week before they print it, then it can be one to two weeks before it ships, so if you want it, get it, okay, I've got several new ones on there, the price of these are cheaper than they were when I first launched them, because I did a few tweaks to make sure the cost was down, the quality was high, and I'm taking less profit on them, But you can get 10% off with the early bird coupon code. Just EARLYBIRD, one word, all caps. It'll get you 10% off right now. This is just one of many designs on there. We even have some graphic tees on there that are even a little more affordable. So if you want to grab, seriously, if you want to give gifts for Christmas, order them now. Give them time to get them out because we get into the first couple of weeks of December and I definitely can't tell you that they would be there by Christmas. So, So hurry if you want them. I'm not just saying that to sell shirts. I just don't want anyone to be disappointed if they order one and doesn't get there until after New Year's or something. So go grab them if you want them. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Keep showing up authentically. Thank you. God bless you, brother. You too. Thank you, Missy. Um, Love you guys. Y'all have an awesome afternoon, and I will. I'll be here uh, Sunday morning. I'm going to take tomorrow off. Well, I'm going to be working on the book, but... um, Sunday, I'll do the esoteric reading of the gospel every Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're going through John right now, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, to look at the esoteric, the authentic, spiritual meaning underneath all of it. What is Christ really saying in that gospel? It's a really good study. Don't miss it. I'll see you guys on Sunday. Thank you, Annie. Love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Peace.